listening to Law and Gospel on Thursday, July the 20th in the year of our Lord, 2023. And on Thursdays, I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and with me is my good friend, Pastor Wes Reimnitz. Good morning, Wes. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Doing pretty good. How are things up around Springfield, Illinois, where you are living? Oh, pretty good. It's a little overcast. It keeps trending on raining, but not not quite. Yeah, we'll be going right through that area in a few hours, kind of going to two churches that we help out with on Thursday nights. And uh, But on the way there, we're going to be stop, stopping at a uh, place that sells Amish tomatoes, Amish corn, and other fruit. So we're looking forward to stopping there. Well, what makes it so good? Because it's Amish? Yes. They don't use a lot of the oh, ingredients that farms use that... <laughs> Pesticides and such, yes. Okay. So we'll see. It's also called organic farming. Yes, well said. Well, Christianity originally is organic because it uses the organ of the Bible in, in order to teach. But we have an email today from Mike Gallagher who talks about a problem with the Chinese Communist Party. What have they embarked on? Well, they want to synchronize religion. They've started a 10-year project to rewrite the Bible and other religious texts. Yeah, let's use an example. Um, Talk to me about, in the Gospel of John, when Jesus deals with a woman caught committing adultery, how does that text go? Well, he, Jesus confronts the accusers. There were a bunch of accusers that brought this woman and said she was caught in adultery. And Jesus, to sum it up, looked at him and said, let none of you who is guiltless be the first one to throw a stone at her. And I, I, learned, the, I learned it more like he, he was without sin cast the first stone. And so this becomes a great story of forgiveness and mercy, does it not? Oh, yes, yes. Now, does um, Jesus tell the woman to continue to sin? No, he says, go away from this moment and sin no more. So even though it sounds like a great story of forgiveness and mercy, unless you're a Chinese communist official, no, they have quite a different understanding of it. In fact, um, they have Bibles that they are rewriting in order to make them more communist-oriented. And what does the rewriting Gospel of John how does it end up in a Chinese university textbook in 2020? One of the reasons I selected us to take a look at this article 
the rewritten Gospel of John excerpt ends not with mercy, but that Jesus himself stones the adulterous woman to death. Boy, how how can they come up with something like that? Well, uh, I think it's, it explains itself later in the article that uh, they don't have any problems with uh, with say the first commandment, but uh, can uh, how do you say make themselves the, the Communist Party God? They, they, in their place, are setting up the idol of the party. Yes. In fact, um, Jinping, the head of the Communist Party, has replaced the Ten Commandments. Instead of, thou shalt have no other gods before me, it says, resolutely guard against the infiltration of Western ideology. Now, isn't that interesting? <laughs> what happens when they take over the West? And then they'll have to rewrite that commandment again. Right. In other words, it's Jinping's quest to make the faithful serve the party rather than God. And at the 19th Party Congress, uh, what did Chairman Z declare? We will insist on the synchronization of Chinese religions and provide an active guidance for religion and socialism to exist. You know, that reminds me of a, of a famous Bible story from the Old Testament. Remember Nebuchadnezzar? And the three men in the fiery furnace. Right. How Nebuchadnezzar, in Nebuchadnezzar's day, because of the many countries that they had had uh, conquered, there were various types of religions, so he brings them out to the plains of Dura to have them worship and bow down to one God. You had these three Jewish young men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that did not bow down. And so in that way, he was trying to get his religion and every other religion to coexist by worshiping exactly. him. Yes, and exactly. that's the point you're making now with the Communist Party, that they have no problem with the First Commandment just so long as the Communist Party plays the role of God. Right. Now, they actually use the Vatican to support their point of view. But why did they do that? Well, they, the Vatican agreed to allow the Communist Party to select the Catholic bishops in exchange for some safety for the Catholic churches, which were immediately abrogated. Yeah, that was a secret 2018 negotiation where the Vatican agreed to allow the Communist Party to select Catholic bishops in China. And they said that they would keep 
Catholic congregations safe, but of course they did not. They want to have the authority also to select the next Dalai Lama in Tibetan Buddhism. Now, these folks are attempting to stand up to the communist coercion, but Beijing counters that even Pope Francis, leader of the mighty Catholic Church, accepts their authority over church leadership. Why is religious power so tantalizing to the Communist Party? Well, it's a better demonstration of the power of supremacy than bringing global religions to heal. They show their power as if they are the gods. Now, even their own constitution of the Communist Party states that citizens, quote, enjoy freedom of religious belief. But, of course, the communist definition of freedom bears a much closer resemblance to what we would call oppression. The United Front Work Department manages religious affairs in China because what is religion? Well, it's a tool to be coerced, co-opted, corrupted, to advance party goals and once harassed, control people's minds. Yes, to harness people's minds. And so there's a lot of fear. Now, the Communist Party only recognizes five religions, but the less established religions face even more intense persecution. There's a religion called the Fallen Gong, F-A-L-U-N-G-O-N-G. And what does the Chinese communists do with them? Well, it's a spiritual practice that many outside China, but does not make their suffering at the hands of the Communist Party be any, any, any less real. Half of the you know, population of China's re-education through labor camps or martyred gulags were actually composed of Falun Gong adherents. Thousands were tortured to death, and there have been widespread reports of on-demand organ harvesting from these prisoners. But it is in Tibet and elsewhere that we see the communist unsanitized, brutal attitude toward religion. While other faiths are persecuted through China, Buddhists and Muslims in the far west of the country are facing quite simply the attempted destruction of their faith, and in some cases, their population. Now, when we Christians we disagree with Buddhists and Muslims. Do we think, therefore, that we should put them to death? No, we we present the gospel to them. It's, you know, what's, what uh, comes to mind 
is Paul on Mars Hill talks to the, to the people about the unknown God and introduces the gospel to them to bring them towards there. He doesn't talk about destroy these other religions. Yes. So there's no doubt that even the Pope Francis is barely murmuring a word in opposition to what the Chinese Communist Party is doing. In fact, a um, Ugar uh, poet describes in the Atlantic, what does he say about the communist government? Well, it had required all the Ugars there to hand over any religious items they held, religious books, prayer rugs, prayer beads, articles of clothing, uh, some were unwilling to part with their Quran, but with neighbors and even relatives betraying one another, those who kept them were quickly found out and detained and harshly punished. It's like a few months, quite a few months back, we talked about how they made the Christians take off the cross and off the building. Another one had it on his boat and he was made to take it off his, his mast not to have a cross. So it doesn't make any difference what your religion is. Then they're going to harshly punish you. In fact, that's not even true about the Communist Party. There are businesses here in the United States that do not allow Christians, for example, to wear a cross to work because it makes other people uncomfortable. And so there are rules against crosses, even here in the United States. Well, we see it at Christmas time when they say, you're supposed to say Happy Holiday instead of Merry Christmas. Yes, in fact, um, when I go into a store and buy something for Christmas and they say Happy Holiday, I look at them and I said, you do mean Merry Christmas, don't you? And most <laughs> of them agree with me because... They don't like saying happy holidays, but that's what their company tells them they have to say. It kind of reminds me of when my, my son was, was was in kindergarten. We went to a day-old bread store to pick up some uh, loaves of bread. And, then, yeah. and the, the storekeeper said to him, you know, I suppose you're waiting for Santa to come. And he wouldn't answer. He wouldn't say anything. And I looked at him and I said, you can tell her. And I said, it's okay. She she knows the real truth. He says, Santa's not the reason for the season. He said, Jesus came into the world. Yep. So getting back to the communist country, uh, one woman who talked about what happened to her with Freedom House, she talked about what happens when she goes to a house and reads the Quran. Well, the government finds out, and you go to jail. You go to jail just because you were reading the Quran together or praying together. And one researcher at Human Rights Watch summed it up in what way? Well, the Chinese government's religious restrictions are now so stringent that it is effectively outlawed the practice of Islam in their country. And Sorry, we, as, 
is a difference in us and, and in our country where they're allowed to practice their religion. Yeah, as long as it's not violent. Right. And that's true about even Christianity. We would, um, recently issues, etc. had a point where it talks about in Romans 1 that homosexuals uh, will die. And they had a discussion as to whether or not that meant that we could kill homosexuals. But the death that the Bible is talking about is the death that Adam and Eve even experienced, which was separation from God. And apart from repentance, that death is eternal. It kind of reminds you of the, the Luke passage where uh, some blood was spilled of Galileans in the temple, and uh, Jesus was asked, were they, they uh, any worse sinners? And Jesus talked about that the temple of Siloam that fell down and killed some people. He said, were they any worse sinners? He said but, uh, that the real death was eternal death, that rather that they repent of their sins and found uh, in faith. Yeah, you gave an example of Paul seeing idols and saying the unknown God idol was really Jesus Christ. He's the unknown one. But what happens in the communist country in regard to, for example, Buddhist statues? Well, they're bulldozed. The monasteries are gutted. Mosques are destroyed. Children are forcibly separated from families and packed off to a colonial boarding school where religion and native languages are often forbidden. And this is even happening to a degree in the United States where children, for example, who say, yeah, I was born a male, but I'd like to be a female, that the teachers can help them with that kind of a surgery without telling their parents. Now, that's about as close as to what the communist governments are doing even more. It's kind of, a, it's kind of amazing that, you know, when you look at this article, and we can see similarities going on in the United States, and it's the need for us to get the good news. And another reason I selected this article is it kind of follows up to last week where we talked about the way to change the church to change the culture is expository preaching. What is expository preaching? Well, it's explaining the text for what what is really there, and not taking away from, from it. Exactly. We make the point, especially when we're going through the book of Proverbs. When I first read Proverbs, there were a number of verses and Proverbs <clears throat> that I didn't know what God was talking about. And you have to look at the original language and the culture of the day and Scripture interprets Scripture. And that's why it's so important to have a well-trained pastor who knows the original languages and the culture of that day to help you understand even the English, because you can read the English and still not know its meaning. 
Right. Yeah, well, back to this article, they talk about intense persecution. Faith persists throughout China, and a number of the faithful grows. And they think now that's of very important that even though there's a lot of intense persecution, the church is also growing. And the writer, <clears throat> he talks about, he listened to accounts of underground churches, brave clergy, and steadfast believers, every bit as courageous as the saints in the early church. What's he talking about? Yeah, it's kind of a reminder that in the early church, it was an outlawed religion, Christianity, because uh, in the Romans' mind, Caesar is God. And if they wouldn't say Caesar is God, they were often uh, given a hard problem. Uh, women, you know, keep the home fires burning. Women in those days were supposed to keep the fires burning for the the fire god or something like that at evening, they became Christians and they go, we don't have to stay up late keeping the fires burning. And then the husbands would run to the police department and say they're not, they're not uh, following the, the Roman, Roman gods. Yep. And so there's always been persecution. What did Chairman Mao refer to religion as? Uh, he called religion a poison. I come to yes. believe that, that the Communist Party's bloodstained record of religious persecution is actually uh, a battle for the ongoing war of the human spirit. So the Communist Party is against our capacity to reach something higher than ourselves, and they want you that there is nothing higher than what authority? Well, no, no higher than God, that they are the Marxist-Leninist regime with a vicious jealousy. In fact, they believe that if you love anything more than Marxist-Leninist theology, then they are very jealous of you, and, and they will do all they can to overcome you. Now, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. What we're seeing is is uh, the Communist Party doing this, but really behind it is a man-made religion and man trying to invent God in their own, own image. Yes, the pastor of one Chinese church stated that this war that Beijing has against religion, well, they have chosen an enemy that can never be imprisoned, and that is the soul of man. And the pastor ended with an assessment that we must make come true, that the Communist Party are doomed to lose. Now, you mentioned at the time of Jesus, there was another party that ended up being doomed to lose. What was that party? With the Sadducees. And the Romans. Oh, and the Romans. Oh, yes. Because 
Even Christians were thrown to lions. They were enslaved. And the Jews got the Romans to believe that Christianity was a false religion and therefore helped to persecute the Christians. That is something... Go ahead. I was just going to say that's something we should know. Kind of reminds me of where Jesus said, don't fear those that can kill the body but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who can kill both body and soul. What does that mean? Well, it's just that persecution that they're seeing going on in China or anywhere else in the world that they can they can hurt us, they can um, cause pain Injure and suffering. Us. Persecute us. But they but, can't take away our, our soul. And, and that's also, at the moment that we die, goes straight to heaven if we are a believer. And right. what we are here on earth, that spirit that is given to us by the Holy Spirit never dies. That's what Jesus said to Martha, Remember? When he raised right. Lazarus from the dead, what did he say to her? I, I am the Redeemer. And if you believe in me, you will never die. Right. And a lot of people have no understanding of that. Because for them, the death, the earthly death, is the finality. And, of course, that's what the communist wants you to believe. So we need to pray for our Christians who are in communist countries and being persecuted. And we need to regain the authority over the church and not allow the communists to choose who are going to be our pastors and our leaders. So a good article to remind us of the persecution that goes on, particularly in China. Let's continue to pray for those people and let's continue to share with them missionaries to spread the gospel. You've been listening to Tom Baker and Wes Reimnitz and tomorrow we'll continue with emails. Until then, God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your checkout to Law & Gospel and mail to Law & Gospel P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132, or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.